Just a quick heads up that I am currently on maternity leave, which means that the Fertility Co podcast is taking a break. But please don't panic because I'm already working on some exciting things behind the scenes. And when I come back, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a brand new, completely free mini course all about ovulation and finding your fertile window. In the meantime, there are still heaps of ways that you can continue to learn about your fertility and your menstrual cycle while I take a break. If you're just getting started with charting your cycle, you can check out my free fertility roadmap. If you want to dive deeper and learn exactly when you're ovulating, then you can watch my Fix Your Fertility Masterclass. There is, of course, also my Conceive with Confidence workshop series and, of course, my flagship online program, Fertility School. If you want individualized support from a trained fertility educator, that's me, then you can book in to my wait list for a one-on-one consult. And I would love to work with you to achieve your fertility goals in 2024. Spots are strictly limited though, and links to all of those resources are in the show notes. In this episode, we are talking about some of the top reasons why your period might be late when you're not pregnant. I'm Rachel and I'm obsessed with all things periods, pregnancy, pelvic floor and helping women just like you to navigate all of life's major milestones. I'm a physiotherapist and natural fertility educator and my passion is teaching women how to take control of their health. Fertility, pregnancy, nutrition and menstrual cycle health. We'll dive deep into all of it right here. All those questions you've been secretly Googling, all those things you're too embarrassed to ask your doctor because, well, we're women. Shouldn't we just know this stuff? So get comfy and get ready to finally have all of your questions answered. Hit subscribe now and let me teach you what they never taught us in health class. You're listening to the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. Want to say goodbye to hormonal contraceptives and their weird and unpleasant side effects? Want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally? Sounds like you need my fertility roadmap, my simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing ovulation day so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or avoid pregnancy. To grab your free copy, head over to manawomenswellness.com forward slash roadmap. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today we're talking about when your period is late. We've all been there once or twice. We wake up thinking we're going to get our period that day, but it doesn't come. We wake up the next day, still no period. Then we start to panic. We do some backwards maths and work out if we might be pregnant. We start frantically Googling and cursing our bodies for messing with our heads. And so in this episode, I'm going to save you from that long fall down the Google rabbit hole and share with you the top reasons why your period might be late. And none of them mean you're pregnant. Let's dive in. Now, most period irregularities are caused by hormonal imbalance. So an imbalance between your major sex hormones, estrogen and progesterone. And there are many reasons why your hormones can become imbalanced. The menstrual cycle is driven by your hormones and it's a really delicate system. So as one hormone level goes up, it influences the levels of other hormones. So for example, when estrogen levels rise just before ovulation in the first half of the menstrual cycle, levels will eventually reach a point where it triggers the release of FSH, follicle stimulating hormone, and LH, luteinizing hormone, which then trigger the release of the egg at ovulation. So our over 
general health, our stress, our environment can all throw off this delicate balance and ultimately lead to an imbalance between our hormones. And that's exactly what we'll be talking about in today's episode. So what is it in the female body that actually causes the menstrual cycle to happen month after month? It's called the HPO axis, and it's the communication pathways between the hypothalamus, the H, the pituitary gland, P, and the ovaries, O, HPO. So the hypothalamus is in the brain and it releases hormones, in particular growth hormones that have an enormous impact on thyroid function as well as oxytocin, the happy hormone. The pituitary gland is also in the brain, just under the hypothalamus, and it also releases growth hormones, oxytocin and FSH and LH, which we know play a key role in ovulation. Then we have the ovaries, which produce the sex hormones and obviously store and release eggs at ovulation. So together, the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, and the ovaries form the HPO axis. The hormones released by the hypothalamus talk to the pituitary gland, and the pituitary gland talks to the ovaries and tells it to produce the sex hormones that control your menstrual cycle, ovulation, and your period. The hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, and the ovaries do not actually start talking to each other until you start menstruating. So when you get your very first period, the HPO axis starts the communication channels, and they've never done this job before, and they're all still sort of figuring out what exactly to do. And this is why your period can be irregular and wonky for the first couple of years of menstruating, while the HPO axis is figuring things out and opening up those communication channels. And it can actually take five years for the menstrual cycle to finally regulate. Once the HPO axis has matured, you will likely see a more regular menstrual cycle as these hormones become more balanced, unless there is an underlying health concern that might be preventing this. Or other influences impact this delicate hormone balance and create irregularities in a once pretty typical menstrual cycle. So let's dive in now to some of the key reasons why your period might be late or your menstrual cycle might be irregular. Number one, you're stressed. Chronic stress can wreak havoc on your menstrual cycle, and I've recorded an entire episode all about the impact of stress on your menstrual cycle, episode five. I'll include a link to it in the show notes if you want to listen to that one. Stress is so disruptive to your menstrual cycle because stress causes the release of cortisol and adrenaline, the stress hormones that trigger a fight or flight response. This response is that primitive reaction in our bodies when we believe we're in danger. So sweating, increased heart rate, breathing, our sympathetic nervous system is in overdrive. And this reaction goes back to our cave woman days when we were running away from a lion. So this reaction keeps us alive when we're in danger. But these days we're not running away from lions and this reaction wasn't designed to linger for a long time. It was a short burst of sympathetic activity to keep us safe and alive, ultimately. But the way that we live our lives these days, we are under chronic stress. And so our bodies are in this fight or flight mode for long periods of time. And this means that our stress hormones are hanging around for longer than they should. And when the body thinks it's in danger, its priority is to keep us alive, keep us away from that lion, which means it believes that now is not the ideal time for pregnancy. And so your body isn't prioritizing keeping your sex hormones balanced. So the stress hormones dominate our sex hormones and lose their delicate balance. This can trigger irregular and unpredictable cycles, heavy bleeding, missed periods, PMS, period pain, and headaches. 
So anything in our environment that can create this stress response can lead to a hormone imbalance. So it's not just emotional stress and feeling overwhelmed, but also anything that stimulates the release of adrenaline and cortisol too, like excessive exercise, poor diet, illness, travel, changes in your schedule, anything that causes that stress response over a long period of time. This is why stress management and relaxation strategies are so important. I talk a lot about this in episode five, but for things like high intensity exercise, it's a good idea to really incorporate these relaxation strategies into your cool down, like deep breathing, stretching, and really trying to calm down the adrenals so that we don't spend the rest of our day in that stressed state after a workout. So again, you could listen to episode five for more information about stress. Number two, reason for why your period might be late is that your weight has changed. So this one goes both ways. If you've recently lost a significant amount of weight, either through a restrictive diet or excessive exercise, then a lower percentage of body fat can alter your hormone levels to the point where ovulation and menstruation just don't happen. So if you've missed multiple periods after losing weight, it is really important that you seek advice from a healthcare professional to make sure that your body is getting all of the nutrients it needs to function well. But being overweight can also affect your menstrual cycle. So our fat cells contribute almost one third of estrogen in our bodies, which means that body fat has a huge effect on estrogen levels and therefore your menstrual cycle and overall hormone balance. So if you're eating low calories and not getting adequate nutrition, either through eating crappy food or just not enough food, your menstrual cycle will be affected. Now, the Royal College of Nursing has suggested that a healthy body fat percentage for women between the ages of 20 to 40 is between 15 and 30%. So most women will sit at around 25 to 30%. And as you get older, your body fat percentage will likely get higher. And you will need at least 17% body fat to actually get pregnant. If your percentage body fat is too low, so 5 to 10% is considered dangerously low, and 10 to 15% is often what you see in elite athletes, which is um, quite common for women who are elite athletes to lose their menstrual cycles. And at the other end of the spectrum, 30 to 34%, you're heading towards obesity, and above 35% body fat, you're at a higher risk of developing other chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease. So if your body fat is too high, you have more fat cells and adipose tissue, which produces estrogen. So you will see estrogen dominance as estrogen and progesterone levels become imbalanced, and this reduces the ability of estrogen to bind to the right receptors and communicate with other hormones in the body. Excessive adipose tissue will also have an effect on egg quality, which means that obesity contributes to irregular menstrual cycles and a higher rate of infertility, as well as those other long-term health effects. So just like with chronic stress, very low body fat means that the body thinks you're in a stressed state. And again, it's not an ideal time to be reproducing. So what does it do? The HBO axis shuts down. Luteinizing hormone produced by the pituitary gland, which triggers ovulation, isn't produced. So the ovary doesn't release an egg and it doesn't produce estrogen or progesterone. So this ultimately creates a menopausal state. So percentage body fat plays a huge role in our estrogen levels, our hormone balance, and our menstrual cycle. Number three reason why your period might be late, you might have polycystic ovarian syndrome or polycystic ovaries. So 
PCOS is thought to affect one in three women, and it is the most common problem affecting the ovaries and contributes to irregular cycles and difficulty conceiving. So PCOS is different to having polycystic ovaries. PCOS is a hormonal disorder that leads to overproduction of the male hormones called androgens, particularly testosterone, which affects regular ovulation. It's a syndrome, so it's not a specific disease or a disorder, which means that it can include a number of different conditions, and it's ultimately an umbrella term for a group of symptoms, including polycystic ovaries. This causes a lot of confusion, and it can make it really difficult to get a clear diagnosis. But the key symptom that you usually see with PCOS is an excess of immature follicles in the ovaries that never mature and actually release an egg. So all of the symptoms that go along with PCOS reflect a hormonal imbalance that will influence your menstrual cycle. And in PCOS, you often see long cycles, so more than 35 days, or irregular cycles where you may not actually ovulate. There might be a long period of time where you're not seeing any cervical mucus, or you might see a few days of fertile mucus, then it goes away for a few days, but then it comes back and then it goes away as your body attempts to ovulate, but is not successful. And because of excessive amounts of the male hormones, you might also see some stereotypically male characteristics like excessive body hair, hair loss, acne, especially around the jawline and obesity. So internally, you will see increased testosterone and luteinizing hormone levels. And so you produce more luteinizing hormone than follicle stimulating hormone, which is usually the other way around. So if you remember that one hormone level tends to influence another and trigger that sort of domino effect, you can see that when luteinizing hormone levels are higher than follicle stimulating hormone levels, ovulation might become abnormal. And so the egg or the corpus luteum might not actually develop properly. There is so much I could say about PCOS that it really does need its own episode, but it's this hormone imbalance and abnormal ovulation that ultimately leads to long and irregular cycles. And so especially if you've come off hormonal contraceptives like the pill and you're so used to that textbook 28-day cycle that the pill creates and you'll be wondering why your period is suddenly so late all of the time now that you've come off the pill – you're going to see a difference. And so for PCOS, especially charting can be really helpful to help you figure out where in your cycle you are on any given day. And especially it will be useful to help you to confirm when your body is actually attempting to ovulate and to help you to confirm when ovulation has actually occurred. And this allows you you to predict when your next period is due. And it becomes a little bit more predictable, even though PCOS menstrual cycles are stereotypically unpredictable. So I hope that makes sense. Finally, reason number four, you're approaching menopause. The word itself carries such a stigma and it's this thing that women dread and we don't talk about, but it happens to all of us and menopause is defined as the permanent cessation of menstruation and it's confirmed one year since your last period. Now, pre-menopause refers to the years leading up to menopause when your cycles begin to change for the first time. Perimenopause refers to the years immediately before and the year after menopause. 
The average age for the onset of menopause is around 52 years old, and it occurs over a long period of time as your ovaries gradually become less efficient and eventually stop responding to the hormones that drive ovulation. For some women, you might start to observe changes in your cycle around age 40, and one of the key signs is an irregular menstrual cycle, as well as hot flushes and vaginal dryness. Now, the majority of women will see a change in their menstrual cycle as early as seven years before menopause. Periods might become heavier and more frequent as their as cycles shorten, and then ovulation starts to happen less often with less regularity, and so periods then become lighter and less frequent. You're still going through those four phases of the menstrual cycle. It's just that the cycles are longer and they're more irregular than what you might be used to. So unless you're charting your cycles, menopause could leave you panicking that you're pregnant because it's normal to start skipping a period when ovulation doesn't happen as regularly, and this makes your menstrual cycles longer. And so a missed period can be a sign of pregnancy, but it can also be a sign of menopause and premenopause. So home pregnancy tests and ovulation predictor kits actually become unreliable because of fluctuations in your pituitary hormones and those high levels of luteinizing hormone that don't necessarily trigger ovulation. So if your basal body temperature has remained elevated for 18 consecutive days, you could be pregnant. But if your temperature is low and your charts are showing delayed ovulation, then these longer cycles will likely suggest that you are approaching menopause. And once again, this is why charting your menstrual cycle is so important because it helps you to differentiate between these different things, these different situations. Whereas if you don't know what's going on in your cycle and you're just seeing that your period is late, you immediately jump to the conclusion that you're pregnant, which can cause panic for a lot of women. Now, they are the four key reasons why your menstrual cycle might be irregular or longer than expected, why ovulation might be delayed, and ultimately why your period is late. So just to recap, we talked about the HPO axis and the communication lines between the hypothalamus, the pituitary glands, and the ovaries, and the key role that the HPO axis plays in maintaining balance between the key sex hormones. And to recap, these are the four reasons why hormones can become imbalanced, the HPO axis can be affected, and why you're seeing changes in your period. So one, you're stressed. Whether that's chronic emotional stress or the stress that we put our bodies through in our diets, excessive exercise, and our general lifestyle and environment, all of these factors can play a role with the stress hormones overpowering the sex hormones and therefore influencing ovulation and our periods. Reason number two, your weight is playing a role. So we talked about the ideal percentage body fat and the effects on our menstrual cycles if body fat is too high or too low and the effect that that has on our estrogen balance in our bodies. Reason number three, we talked about PCOS. So how excessive testosterone influences our sex hormones and leads to longer cycles and abnormal ovulation. And finally, we talked about menopause and premenopause, what actually happens and what it looks like in the years before your periods finally finish and the communication lines in the HBO axis actually close off. I really hope this episode helps to answer a few of your burning questions. There are so many reasons why your period could be late and your menstrual cycle could be wonky. But remember that ovulation doesn't always happen on the same day every cycle. Day 14 ovulation is a complete myth. 
And of course, life gets a little less stressful when you're charting your menstrual cycle every day because charting the physical signs of your fertility helps you to identify where you are in your cycle. It helps you to confirm when you've ovulated and allows you to count ahead to identify when your next period is due. And even if you're stressed, even if your cycles are wonky and irregular and unpredictable, even if you do have PCOS, even if you are approaching menopause, charting allows you to keep track of what's going on and to stop feeling so clueless about what's happening in your body. So if you learned something new or found any value in today's episode, as always, I would love to hear from you. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness. Ask your questions and let me know what you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes. Because if you have a question, there is a good chance that there are hundreds of other women out there wondering exactly the same thing. So be brave and ask away. This podcast is for you and I want to talk about the things that are most important to you. Now, you can get today's show notes with all of the things I've talked about, about, as well as links to freebies and other related episodes at manawomenswellness.com forward slash 23. And right there, you will also be able to get your hands on my brand new fertility roadmap. So this roadmap is my three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and helping you to confirm ovulation so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or to avoid pregnancy. So if you're ready to ditch hormonal contraception, if you're ready for pregnancy and you want to improve your chances of conceiving naturally and quickly, then head over to today's show notes, minorwomenswellness.com forward slash 23 and get your hands on the roadmap. I'm really excited about this freebie. I think it's so valuable. I will see you in next week's episode where we are talking a little bit more about hormonal imbalance and I am sharing the most common things in your house that could be impacting your hormones and your fertility. Okay, bye for now and don't forget that knowledge is power. When you truly understand your body, you are empowered to make informed decisions and take control of your health. Until next time. If you've made it this far, you deserve a huge virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss when the latest goes live. Why not make my day and leave me a quick rating and review while you're over there? If you want more, head on over to Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness, slide into my DMs and say hello, or you can visit manawomenswellness.com forward slash podcast for show notes and access to all of the freebies that I talked about in this episode. Until next time. Let's talk about TempDrop. TempDrop's wearable sensor and accompanying charting app brings the full fertility tracking solution right to your phone. Wear the TempDrop sensor on your upper arm during sleep and then just sync to the charting app whenever it's convenient for you. TempDrop believes that every woman should be empowered and equipped with the knowledge to take control of their body. Sound familiar? That's where TempDrop steps in to provide clear, science-backed technology to help you to better track your cycle. I only recommend products that I use and love, and I love my TempDrop tracker. You can get 10% off your tracker with the code AFFertilityCo or head to fertilityco.com.au forward slash TempDrop for more information.